Yeah, now we're cooking with gas. A little depth. Yeah, we are cooking with gas. What's your uh, What's your sweatshirt say there, Chip? Ah, the old... Uh, oh, Muhlenberg, okay. Muhl- Muhlenberg Mules. Go just, Mules. Nice. Is that what they are, the Muhlenberg Mules? They are the Muhlenberg Mules. Uh, I mean, very creative. Uh, jo- Jeff, what does, your sweat- what does your sweater say? It's just a very uh, festive... You know, people have ugly sweaters. I have yes. handsome sweaters. It is a very handsome sweater. Like, if you had a handsomest sweater contest... Yeah. Would, or if you were in an ugly... If you were in an ugly sweater contest, you would come in dead last. I would. I'd get thrown out. They would ask me to leave. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, you have a, you have a roaring fire behind you. I know. Doesn't it look real almost? If you Very think about it, like it really just does. squint your eyes. It re- it really does. Yeah. I like to uh, I like to keep it on, give a little ambiance. Sure. Um, there's a couple on uh, you couple channels on YouTube where you could have a fire and then a fire with Christmas music. So it's pretty nice. See a little bit, yeah. And I don't have to worry about getting my house filled with smoke. Yeah, I have. Um, I I use the YouTube one. That's it. It's it's a fire. Uh, with the uh, swing group Big Bad Voodoo Daddy playing. Oh, so you know who doesn't like them, <laughs> right? Yeah, one of the drunkest I ever was. My wife used to work for back in the oh boy, mid nineties. There was this company called CD Now, and they were like okay, the most yeah. amazing company. They they were battling Amazon for selling music online, CDs, who, who everything. Oh uh, well. <laughs> CD now is no longer a business, Okay, but they got a huge cash infusion and they had this huge office and they, for their first Christmas party, they had uh cherry pop and daddies. You said big, bad, voodoo oh, dad, the actual, the, like the, the band. actual bad. Yeah. Wow. And, um, the thing about those bands, when you have like a swing band at your party, yeah, like no one really dances cause everyone's too intimidated to like dance. Hey, what, are you going to th- throw your gal over your shoulder or something? <laughs> You're not just doing the electric slide. I mean, it's yeah. You need there's choreography. There's who am I? Who am I, Vince Vaughn? Jeez, I mean, yeah. You can't you can't be doing that. That's I actually saw the Cherry Pop and Daddies at the 1998 Y100 uh, Festival. Festival, nice. Uh, I don't know if they were considered the headliners. They were the last band to go, but literally everybody was leaving at because yeah. it, it's a whole day long yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. We've been there since noon, and it's like. 10, 11 o'clock at night and green day went right before them wow that's height height of the powers green day and they uh uh you know they were just like yeah, it was it was sort of like nice um exit music yeah yeah like, yeah could do like funny little like mocking swing dance as you're leaving like yeah i um their name is really gross Cherry Pop and Daddy. Yes. So, like, it took me years to even understand. Like, Put it I, together. Yeah. Right. And then when I finally just, like, thought about well, it. You, like, you you did not receive the Birds and the Bees talk until 2014? Is that right? No. Yeah. Very late. Very, very late. I actually was two, two years into uh, marriage with my wife. She told me what uh, procreation was all about. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was very scared, Chip. Yeah. Very scared. Mm-hmm. Chip, today is uh, December solstice. Some people call it the winter solstice. Happy solstice. It's the first day of winter and the shortest day of the year in the northern hemisphere. Chip, I got to ask you, what's your favorite hemisphere? Uh, I'm going to say um, I'm going to say uh, northern. Yeah, You're a homer. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I got to go with northern, too. Uh-huh, I mean, okay. Okay, OK, so there are tech. <laughs> Technically, four hemispheres, if you think about it. Really, there's only two. Yeah. Hemi means half. But if you go north and south or east and west, how many of the four have you been in, Jeff? I I am not a well-traveled man. I've been to 
United States. I've been to a few islands and I've been to Europe and that's it. I, I, I've never gone to the Southern Hemisphere. And I don't think I want to. I, you know, I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, no, I think you and I are the same. Yeah, because I've been to uh, Western Hemisphere. Obviously, I'm here right now. Yeah. And, and I have been to the Eastern Bragger. Hemisphere because, yeah, I know. I have, I've been to Europe once. So, yeah, but yeah, never, never crossed the, the equator. I think people talk about, you know, going to um, Australia and how much fun Australia is. And my cousin lives in Australia. Yeah. And um, I, I just couldn't do that. I couldn't do the plane ride. I, yeah. My cousin posted the plane, a fo- the plane ride is what, what what kills you. Brutal. My cousin posted a photo of a kangaroo standing at a bus stop, and kangaroos to me are the most intimidating looking animals, and They're he looks so scary. And I just said, Dan, have you ever come across like a kangaroo? Like how close? Like how scary is it? And he's like, Oh, I've come close, and you never look them in the eye. You never look them in the face for that long, and you really just go about your business because <laughs> it takes the littlest bit of provocation for them to be like, let's go. I don't think people talk about how they're like half men. They're half men, right. Because even like a bear mm-hmm. or a, a, you know some sort of jungle cat, they're, they're large, they're scary, whatever. But like these guys stand on their hind legs. I know bears do too, but I, there's something about them that just- Well, here's the thing. Bears are a little- yeah. yeah, bears, I mean, obviously intimidating, but they're not like, they They look like, you know, your uncle who lifted weights once, but now let himself go. Little right. kangaroos look like they're in the gym. Like they have leg day, they have chest day, they they're have pec jacked. day. Yeah. Like they literally have shoulders, biceps, mm-hmm. and then they just have the ridiculousness of a pouch and, you know, big legs and yeah. whatever. But my God, that would be the worst. That'd be the worst way to go. Getting killed I, by kangaroo. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's horrifying, but it's not nearly as cool as. Okay, Jeff. Okay, mm-hmm. if if you were eaten by a shark, mm-hmm. we would all feel very bad for you, yeah. and it would be a terrible tragedy. If you were killed by a kangaroo, jokes galore. I mean, it'd it's, be it's sad, but it's right. way too funny. I think I'd rather because it'd be good for my, you know, comedian friends. Sure. Yeah. And I think you're giving the something. last like nice thing I could donor. do, like yeah. the last nice thing I could do is give a solid maybe five minutes to, you know, someone who really needs it. Yeah. Someone who's yeah. struggling, write new Absolutely. material for that Absolutely. hour special. Like, what's his name? The uh, the crocodile hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he got killed. Stingray. Stingray. Yeah. And here's the deal. What if he had his druthers? Mm-hmm. If he had his choice to go out, obviously it would have been obviously a crocodile, right? Thus his name, Crocodile Hunter. Sure, sure, yeah. I think that would just be a great way to go out if that's your thing. Like, I hunted them. They got the best of me, but I gave it my all. Mm -hmm. But then if he was able to either get killed by, like, a kangaroo or another formidable animal from his home country. Yes. Except if it was a koala. Yes. No, (laughs) You just can't. And that's a slow death. The koala. So just, <laughs> he would just give you syphilis, I think, and then you would you would die. <laughs> I guess that is the way to go. He's the crocodile hunter. So then you, you'd want to get eaten by a crocodile, uh, which brings me to my next thing. I have a new YouTube series. I think you've mm-hmm. seen it. Jeff. Have you seen it, Jeff? I think uh, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> where I just walk around cities looking up at pianos that are being hoisted up oh. <laughs> up above me. And, you know, and I call and I call it the uh, the piano looker. Whoa. Yeah. And I just a hell of a way stand, to go. I just stand down below on the sidewalk below and I watch and document as uh, big burly men hoist <laughs> pianos up 
on a on doing a rope this. and pulley. Yeah. Doing this. Yep. One's not kind of paying attention. One gets distracted and you're like, ah, it's fine. One steps into a paint can. <laughs> Just can't get it off his foot. Yeah. Do you know Billy Joel when he plays the piano man? Mm-hmm. Halfway through the course, he just looks at the crowd and goes, It's me. I'm the piano man. Yeah. Because some I, people don't. No. No. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They're just what wow. Do you know who the bartender apparently was in that? In, in that song he talks about I think he he uses a different name but he's I think he says John at the bar is a friend of mine he gives me my drinks for free uh, he's quick at the choke a lighter smoke somewhere I would rather be uh, do you know who rumored uh, that hmm. was that was to be let me see it's talking 70s 70s um, Bobby D Bobby D's a great guess uh, no uh, a little more recent Oh, just um, a little oh, more. Okay, a little more. Sebastian Manikowska. Way, way less. Oh, uh, way less. Um, yeah. um, Bowser from Shot on Awe. <laughs> You're getting close. Oh. Uh, this man, Squiggy, <laughs> was in a, is in a. I'm going to call it Christmas movie. Joe Pesci. Nope. He's the star of a <laughs> Christmas movie. Oh, oh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah, really? Bruce Willis was a was a bartender. Yeah, uh, in the, same in the place. 70s. Yeah. yeah, he was a famous bartender. And so I think John Goodman was his buddy and they used to raise hell together. I could see. Oh, wow. I mean, that's a how did they never team up on a? I know. Movie? Like they they were they were like the uh, crazy guys, like womenizers and just like yeah. all around New York City bon vivants. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, if uh, give, give, give me uh, just talk to the people just, yeah, yeah. just for literally 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, right now, Chip is in his basement. Chip has an amazing basement. It has uh, it's like like the basement you wish you grew up in. It's like has a bar. It has neon lights, it has very cozy wood paneling and everything about it. It's wonderful. Like, I think you should get a jukebox. I think that would be fun. And maybe just a, uh, maybe like a retro game. I don't say, I wouldn't say a pinball machine in your basement chip, but maybe yeah. like a uh, standing, maybe your favorite game from 80s. Like a, like a Pac-Man or a Donkey Kong. Yeah. That's, maybe, yeah. Uh, th- you know, th- I was actually offered a, an air hockey table for my mm-hmm. parents that they've literally had since like 1972. Uh, I just don't think we have the room for it down here. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so maybe some sort of game. I was thinking maybe darts. Yeah, it's fun. Darts is a very safe game. But thank you for coming to my home. You got to see, you finally got to see the house. You got oh. to party. You got to see uh, mom pop chantry um, and uh, mix and mingle, rub, rub elbows. I got to tell you, one of the nice things about, you know, past few years, we haven't seen a lot of our friends in real life, but like just going from room to room and then just seeing all these awesome people who I honestly love and I love hanging out with online and talking and then, oh my God, Joe Moore in person. Yes. Oh my God. You know, Dave Walk in person. Person. Paul, Kristen Herman, you know, like all these super fun people who I haven't seen in years and you just get to sit down and eat and have fun. They were parties. Chip, I'm going to say I am pro party. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna. You're taking a stance here on this podcast because I know some people just left in disgust. And, and like, what if it was a party full of kangaroos? <laughs> I believe I, that is what you call a, a pangar- yeah, kangaroo. Yeah, if there's a group of kangaroos, it's, it's called, called a party. A party, yeah. a party of kangaroos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just well, it's, it's funny, Jeff. I think you know, as we we're, we're not getting any younger, no. and also with the pandemic, I was talking to some people recently. I just assumed I pulled myself out of society, and I just don't talk to anybody or see anybody anymore, and then. 
we were with some people recently and they were like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't see or talk to anybody anymore. And the other person was like, yeah, I don't, I thought everybody was hanging out without me. <laughs> but nobody's, oh, then we should start hanging out more. And you just kind of- Yeah, because it's fun. We have to re-socialize. I, I have a joke about that I'm doing now on stage, but it's literally like we were in captivity for a year or two and then they never retrained us mm -hmm. how to talk to each other. Yeah, I find myself, like I went to a party- Last Saturday night, good friend of mine, Doug, he has these amazing parties where he has an outdoor pizza oven and he just loves making pizza. Great. And he literally just worked all night long. He had about 50 people there and he just had, but he just kept having to make pizza and people were loving it. Poor guy didn't get a break. And our, our, our friend Brian Seymour, yes. musician Brian Seymour played at the party. It was very uh, nice. Great. So he did a little set with his, his friend, Rich. And uh, I, I, I get to parties and, you know, I knew a good amount of people. They're not everybody, but I find myself like over talking and over, like just trying to keep it going, trying to keep yeah. it going. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I don't, you know, back in the day, you'd be like, there's, you know, when people just, you meet someone new and then you have nothing to talk about and there's that dead air, you're like, all right, let it sit for a while and something else will happen. But boy, oh boy, was Jeff just going and going, just going, going yeah. for it. Yeah. And then, then I finally be like, I gotta, I, I gotta get something to eat. So that would make me stop talking, right? Because you're stuffing your mouth. We met a hundred and fifty pound dog, Chip. This dog was, I don't even know what it was. It was this giant white dog, over a hundred fifty. It walked. It Doug kept the dog in a room, and then about an hour later, everybody's like, dog, 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 because mm -hmm. they knew they had a big dog. And when that dog walked into the party it was like like something magical like the never-ending story yeah like a creature he just came galloping in and he has this huge leash and harness he had the the um attitude of a young pup but he was oh. so big and he yeah. was just knocking things but every he was like everybody's going up and hugging him and it if you have a next party chip yes. maybe you find your friend with the could biggest I, dog hire uh, yeah, yeah hire just hire dog. and halfway through the party just be like hey guys would you like to meet and then boom the door opens up poor little poor little franklin just takes franklin. off and yeah he would not be court. having that at all <laughs> i gotta say the person the 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 life force that had the probably most on at your party would be franklin I, yeah i think franklin really did he, he was yeah. bopping around from room to room giving his little sad eyes trying to get food from Everyone, everyone, and the only person I saw who sub came succumbed to his little his sweet little face was uh, one mom chantry. Yeah, that would be her. Yeah, she was she was sneaking him some. She is his favorite, and she yes, yeah, she yeah. spoils him like as a grandmother should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was great. Chip food was great. Um, All locally sourced from the neighborhood. From yeah, I was going to say it little, felt from like very a three like block radius. Yeah, you're like, hey, can we get food from there? Nope, it has to be within two blocks. Yes, yeah, that's what we want to do. Yeah, it's a nice neighborhood, and uh, we found parking right away, which in your old house, Chip, I would drive around probably oh. you know, sometimes two hours trying to yes. get a parking spot near yeah. the Chantry Estate back then. Mm -hmm. Chip, what is a Christmas or Christmas Eve memory? I know the, the Chantry parents have a Christmas Eve party or Christmas party. What's their- Christmas Eve, Jeff, you and the fam are invited once yeah. again. Uh, hey, any of our listeners, come on over. Yeah, it's They've been doing it since, literally since the year I was born. So, uh, 1927. Yeah. Uh, they, they, no, the year I was born, they started it uh, just a tradition, just a open house. Anybody at like anytime after like six o'clock come over and, uh, 
uh, back in the day, people used to stay until you know four or five in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Some of my dad's old buddies would say, and like literally, my mom would put the coffee on, and they would help put presents under the tree. Like I was like <laughs> the thing, and then, and then it's funny because then it, it 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 goes in waves. So like it was like my dad's like work buddies that he worked at the grocery store with, and like they would stay up all night, and we go to bed, and then then it died down for a few years. Like it wasn't as crazy. And then my brother and I became of age yeah. and we became like college age. And then our friends are staying up till all hours of the night. And then it bottomed out, you know, it, 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 you know, we got a little bit older or whatever, but it was, um, as I pull my earphones out, I mean, that's how excited I am. I don't know if you saw me just yank those earphones out, but, uh, so it's still going strong as a Chantry family still tradition, going strong. uh, 40 plus years. And you know, we, we missed a year or two for the, uh, for the pandemic, but, uh, coming back, it's, it's always a good time. So yeah, so we do, my wife and I, we go out to the burbs. Do a little uh, open house of the peas. Then we just on Christmas Day we we stay over at my parents and then we just sort of hit all of our little uh, family members. That luckily they're all right within a, a couple of miles of each other. So how about how about you, Jeffrey? What's your we what's your uh thing? well growing up when my uh you know growing up and then when my parents were alive we would uh, Kelly and I would drive to Belmar for Christmas Eve, um, and. We have cousins in the area, and we'd have a party at our house. And then one thing I How started. How many fishes did you have? That I'm bringing Chip. It's funny that you mentioned that because we have getting up to here. I, I remind me of this. I, I have a question about the seven fishes okay. coming up. Okay. But um, one thing I did, I started doing when I was probably in high school. So we would we'd all go to church, and then after church, we'd come back to our house, my cousins, family, friends at my parents' house, and we would all try to find things, little treats, little food treats you could put in the oven to have after church. So we had like little mini quiches, little mini hot dog and blankets, sure. little mozzarella sticks. And it was like awesome because you're a kid. That's all you want to eat. So that's all we were doing. So I, one year, I, I, I got packages of just Pilbar, Pillsbury biscuits. And I'm like, I like biscuits. And then I would put in them very carefully and lovingly ham and cheese. Yeah. So I would make rows of these and they were the biggest hit every year. They'd be like, Jeff, are you making your special treat? Chip, I'm not the best cook in the world, but I swear to God, these things killed. And when they came out of the oven, people just busted into the kitchen. Christmas miracle. And that's so uh, like, you know, every now and then, like, you know, I'll make a cheese and veggie version of that. And boy, does it bring me back, Chip, to, uh, to young Jeffrey. Amazing. Um, a great Christmas memory, a recent one. Now that uh, you know my parents are no longer with us, we stay in the area, and we go to Kelly's cousin's house, which is in um, beautiful Mount Airy. Sure, uh, and it's great. We go there; it's so fun. We drive home early, and about four years ago, we're driving home. You know, America's most dangerous road, Lincoln Drive. Lincoln Drive, and at that time of night. It's never usually that bad. It's like beautiful. The kids are in a good mood. We get turned on John Solomon's radio show. We're sure. listening to it. We get on Lincoln Drive about halfway down. Cars are going pretty good clip and everything comes to a standstill. And about 10 cars in front of us, two minutes before, a huge accident. Uh, so all the traffic stopped. And for, the, for those of you listening and don't know it, it's this winding road that on one side is generally cliffs and the other side <laughs> is it just drops down to a river so right. there's just there's nowhere to go it's so literally there was nowhere to go and i got out a couple of people got we went ran up to the cars to make sure no one was hurt it was just kind of like cars crash but so there's really nowhere 
for everyone behind the two cars to go until they move. And we're like, crap, we're never going to get out of here. And there's right. a big divider between. Yes. There's a divider between you know the east and westbound. Yes. Yes. So after sitting there for like 15 minutes, I hear a guy about 20 cars behind us, and he just goes, "Everyone, we're all backing up." And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Everyone, just start backing up." Everyone in the car will back up in unison till we get to the entrance ramp. And then we will all back into the entrance ramp together and do this. And I just said to Kelly, like, there is no way in hell a hundred cars are going to be able to back up two lanes of a hundred cars. No. Go to a road that people are trying to get on and then get off. Chip, this was a literal christmas miracle it was the proudest i ever was of philadelphia of being a philadelphian watching everybody literally drive backwards for about i'd say a half mile perfectly no that one is a long time dude kelly drive it was or i'm sorry lincoln drive lincoln drive it was a me like we all are just like okay okay wow okay. and kelly's like looking out people behind everyone's just like giving thumbs up and literally everyone got to the to the exit and it was like a movie it was like going in reverse in a movie like you right. know you're showing cars going then you show them going back god damn it chip we all did it not a not a beeping horn everybody was like and as we got out everyone's rolling down their windows just screaming like woohoo and clapping and we got out on this side street and everyone just backed up took their turns going <laughs> to the side streets and just driving away. And I'm like, I just can't believe that happened. And Kelly's like, oh, and my kids were probably like around 10 and eight and they were like so scared. And then when yeah. we got out, they were like euphoric. Wow. It was one of the coolest Philly moments I've ever been a part of. And that was like Christmas Eve, you know, obviously we got home about an hour or so later, but I was just like, hell yeah. Made me happy, Chip. That's that's a, that's a great story. That is an amazing story. Chip, uh, I, just to add to that, yeah. uh, that same year, I don't know if I ever told you this, in that accident was actually my aunt Kathy and she died. Uh, so I don't want to rain on your parade on that little story you have, but I gotta, I gotta be honest when I checked on the people in the car, yeah, I would call it a cursory check. It wasn't a thorough check. You guys good, right? You guys good, right? We're good. And all I heard, like, I just saw like, they're just talking into the airbag. Well, you can't really hear them. The woman, I guess, aunt Kathy, if you will, sure. I was hard to understand her because there was like a just a pool of blood in her mouth. It was a gurgling. <laughs> right, yeah. Gurgling. So I just thought she said, I'm OK, but I guess not. R.I.P. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Well, Chip, they all can't be great endings. Well, but no, but that is that is a Christmas miracle, especially in Philadelphia yeah. on that road. That road, which has un- killed so many people. <laughs> yes. I run along uh, along that route is forbidden drive and there's yes. a part of forbidden drive it's this beautiful bridge over a river and on the right it's just lincoln drive and for once a year you would just see a car completely that came flying off sideways yes between the bridge yep and I the road right there and I, we'd, we'd run and walk there always a car just always a car just yep. you're like yeah sunday morning when i go out there i'm like yeah saturday night was a good not so good for this guy yeah it's like if you want to picture it because it is a beautiful area awesome yeah picture for those of you at home picture whitewater rapids <laughs> but instead of water and a rubber raft it is just cars on pavement 
It's amazing. And, like, and, and hundreds and hundreds of cars every minute go past. Like it just, yeah. At, it's And I believe it's 25 miles an hour or 35 miles an hour and everybody's going at least 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it, If you go from Kelly Drive to Lincoln Drive is the most dangerous stretch of road in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah. But people, they love it. It's, it's one of the, you know, only ways you can get from like certain parts of Philly. It's to... where I learned how to ride my bike. My dad told me, he's like... <laughs> If you can learn, if you can learn here, you can learn anywhere. Yeah, Chip, I got some holiday themed questions for you. Okay. Oh, I, I, I have a quick quiz for you. Yeah, I love a quiz. Why don't you yeah. give me a quiz first? Oh no, or, or I mean, you don't want to? Okay. Yeah, I, I love just, it. Mine's a quick quiz. Yeah, yeah. Only six questions. Oh, bring it. I on. tried to make them as I, challenging. I don't say difficult. Challenging as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, the year is almost over. This is a 2023 themed quiz. Oh, I love it. Okay, 2023 themed quiz. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Question number one. In what year did Croatia adopt the euro as its currency? Um, I will say carry to four plus two, 2008. Oh, you're off by 15 years. Oh, shit. I knew. Uh, it was 2023. That was my second guess. Okay. Yeah. Question okay. number two. Uh, what year did India surpass China as the world's most populous country? I'm going to say 2023, Chip. I think it was it was 2023. Yes. It was 2023. You're you're 50 now. Okay. Okay. Next, uh, next question on the 2023 themed quiz. In what year did Andre 3000 release a flute album? Uh, is he the giant? Oh no, he's Andre the 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 R and B singer, right? Yes, yeah, not yeah. the giant. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go at yeah, 2023, Chip. I think uh, that is correct. Uh, question number four, four of six. Uh, in what year did the Sphere in Las Vegas open? I think I know where you're going with this. That's Go also 2023. Okay, I'm seeing a pattern here. Maybe I should have reworded <laughs> these questions. <laughs> All right, just, well, just two more. Two more. On January 3rd of what year did George Santos get sworn in as uh, a U.S. Uh, House of Representative? Yeah, rest in peace, George Santos. Um, 2023, Chip. That was 2023. And finally, yeah. uh, on December 1st of what year did George Santos get expelled from the U.S. <laughs> House of Representatives? It's a great year, Chip. It's a, it's a year that we can be proud of, 2023. Uh, jo jo uh, Jeff, you are five of six. Well well done for my 2023. I, I knew like I knew that Croatia. I always get tripped on Croatian questions. Who doesn't? Um, speaking of the sphere, do you know who's in talks to take over after you two? I believe it's uh, one of my old favorite bands, uh, Pahish. Uh, I heard it's the Dead and Company. Oh, is that right? Yeah, one oh, of the two. Oh man, that uh, that that, I that believe, will. I believe our uh, personal physician, Doctor Gerard Pescator, was. Yeah, I think he in went Las right? Vegas and saw some U two shows. Or a I believe show. you're right. I believe yeah, he's a big here. fan. I know his lovely wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also a big fan, Jill. So uh, yeah, they might. They 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 obviously they did go out there. I saw pictures, but um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to see that show. I like you too. Don't love. I loved him as a kid. I loved him up until Joshua Tree. I think Daniel Lenoir kind of steered him in a wrong direction and kind of turned Bono into someone who felt like he needed gospel singers and stuff like that. To yeah, I, to I will, I will, I will say I'm a little bit younger than you, and yeah. I didn't actually. Writer. Yes, well, um, I I was aware of the Joshua Tree. I was pretty young, and I knew there were good songs, but I, I didn't have the album. My first, I'm going to tell you right now, I was in eighth or ninth grade. My first CD that I got that I just 
listened to over and over again was Octagon Baby. I know you're mm-hmm. not a fan, Jeff, but I was in ninth grade. And it's I fine. Thought it was, I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Still love it. Yeah. Uh, so I got into that. Then I went back to Joshua Tree and all the older ones. Just yeah. loved Joshua Tree, loved Rattle and Hum. And then I got Zeropa, and it was fine. It was. It's actually a good album. And then after that, I really kind of... I kind of yeah, checked, yeah. checked out. Like they're they're full on. They love putting out new music. Rolling Stones love putting out new music. God bless and them. They, in the early two thousands, they had a couple of couple of hot hot hits that were you know that people everybody know and love. Yeah, I like the Billy Joel. We talked about it last show where Billy Joel is just like you know, he just stopped. I it. got enough hits. River of Dreams and he's done. Yeah. Here's some questions for you, Chip. Holiday based eggnog, yes or no? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say yes. I've literally only drank eggnog like twice in my life. I think it's I. I feel like everybody thinks it's available at every Christmas party, and then people don't have it. I if if it was offered, I would gladly drink it. But um, I've only had it once or twice, and uh, but I enjoyed it. How about you? I, I've never had it. I've I've never okay. I don't think I've been anywhere that where eggnog was there. Anyone? I think we need to bring it back, Jeff. I think you know what I was honestly for our party. I was actually thinking about making eggnog, and you know, it's just one of those things. It gets all right. Let me let me list let me list the ingredients to see if it sounds good. Eggnog is traditionally there's egg egg nog. (laughs) There's eggs, egg yolk, sugar, milk, heavy cream, vanilla extract, often spiked with brandy, rum, or other liqueur, topped with freshly grated nutmeg. Or cinnamon sticks. None of that doesn't sound delicious. Yeah, I guess it's fine. Maybe this this holiday season I will attempt to have some eggnog. I don't really like the the word eggnog's not very um no, it's appealing. Not very, uh, no. could, if we could give it a new name, something like I like nog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like something yes. more fun with nog. Maybe you know, nog forward. Get rid of the egg. Yes, I think nog egg. Yeah. No, not even ask, that. Too. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Okay, yeah. speaking of nutmeg. Mm-hmm. My mother mm-hmm. used to make a dessert, a delectable dessert. <laughs> delectable. Okay. Now, Jeff, you have your puddings. Mm-hmm. You have your jellos. Yeah. You have your tapioca puddings. You have your bread mm-hmm. puddings. Okay. Oh, my goodness. She used to make something called junket. What? Do you know what junket is? It sounds like some weird thing that, like, Amish or middle of the Pennsylvania state people, a dish they make. That has like three ingredients that are fine, and then they just wallop you with something like, "Oh my god!" Yes, it's okay. I, I, I'm looking up the definition right now. It just for years as a child, I would eat it, and I had no idea what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was nutmeg on top. I believe it's nutmeg on top. But uh, it's a dish of sweetened and flavored curds of milk. Okay, often served with fruit. Now we never oh. didn't we didn't do the fruit. I, I, <laughs> Far too that, healthy. That was yeah, gross. <laughs> But it's, uh, I think it was a very like mid-century kind of thing, but you can get it still, and you can get fruit flavors. I think there's like chocolate, I think there's raspberry, there's other things. We always got that, I think it was just the regular vanilla. Uh, but delicious, And I, but I want to say it's in the, it's almost in the eggnog family. It has that same kind of, it's a weird consistency. Eggnog adjacent. Uh, yes. Great name. I mean, who wouldn't want to just eat a bowl full of junket? Junket, yeah. Yeah. Junket also sounds like like a rap term mm-hmm. that like, you know, Will Smith had a song called Junket. Right. Right. Junket. Yeah, maybe he did. Like Junket junk Real it Good. Good. Junket Real Good. Yeah. Yeah. That sure. was like part of his soundtrack to one of his movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Chip Figgy Pudding. Yes or no? Uh, I've never had it. Uh, I think it's a fake thing. 
Yeah. Uh, pudding in the British sense of the word, it is steamed cake-like dessert, Christmas version, traditionally made with suet. Chip, what's suet? Oh. Suet, of course, is raw beef or mutton yes. fat. Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want a dessert whose main ingredient is raw beef or mutton fat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like angel food cake could put with sloppy joe. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Eggs, brown sugar, breadcrumbs. <laughs> Take a beautiful dessert. Picture like a strawberry shortcake <laughs> with a five guys right in the middle. Yes. I, I Rare. Rare five guys right in the middle. I, yeah. I, I, I do have a quick story, quick story about that. Um, have you ever been to Shady Maple? You ever take the gals up to Shady Maple? We, no, but I, I do know I mean, you're if you're hungry yours. and it's yes. you and your buddies, hell yeah, like Shady it's, Maples. Yeah. It's the best. It's this smorgasbord, literally a smorgasbord. It's, yeah. it's this buffet. Have we, we talked about this on the podcast? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we, we ever done this, but a few uh, years back, yeah. Oh, we did. Okay. Did I ever tell you about the eating contest that we had? Oh Was no. That? Okay. So it is. It is a football sized, football field sized, uh, just bu- into buffet. It is. It is huge. It's amazing. We would go up with my buddies when I was in my twenties. The guys that I taught with, and there was two guys. One guy was this like jacked gym teacher, like. Looks like the Incredible Hulk. The other guy is this big guy. He is the uh, the marching band instructor in our school. Both really good friends of mine. They could both put it away. I'm I'm not a big eater. Like I love to eat, but it's like I can't. I would never win a hot dog eating contest. The two of them decided they're going to go head to head for who could eat the most food. <laughs> they both had I think seven full plates of dinner at this thing. And it was getting to be a stalemate and they didn't know how to break the tie. Who was going to. And we said, OK, we have to go. And we said, this is how it's going to be. You're each going to go and you're going to each go make the most extravagant dessert you can think of. And like they have an ice cream bar. They have every cake, every pastry, every everything. Whoever makes the most extravagant dessert brings it back and finishes it is the winner. My my buddy, the gym teacher, came back with this like giant plate of ice cream and cake. And it was like it was just like a giant sundae. It was this big thing. And he starts eating it. And and the other guy is gone for a while. We couldn't find him. And he's about halfway through this gigantic dessert. And we think the other guy's gonna lose, but the other guy finally shows up. It is a gigantic sirloin steak with a scoop of ice cream on top of it. And he just finishes the whole steak. I don't know. I mean, it was some steak. I don't know what kind of steak, but it was a gigantic steak with a big scoop of ice cream on top of it. And he finished it. And we, hands down, he was the winner. Yeah. That's one way to, that's one way to just make sure you win. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like something in Britain that would be a dessert and it would have a name like, you know, like Saucy Jack. Yes. They'd be like, what is Saucy Jack? It'd be like, oh, it's just, it's just a piece of meat with a scoop of ice cream and some. One one of the most disappointed I was ever in my life, it was probably six, seven years ago, there was some story that a guy in Britain threw a milkshake at like the prime minister or something yeah. like that. You know, some protester threw a milkshake. At him. But in Britain, and it was like in the BBC, they called it a milkshake. I've never been more disappointed in my life. Like, yeah, th- you, right. You, we expect like, like, like oh, what like, are they going to call it? Right. He, he threw a cutty whip at him. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, Nothing. No. It is disappointing when when there's something that could just have so many ridiculous so, names so and they're just names. they just go with what we went with. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's 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 disappointing. Yeah, it really. Is. Chip, a, a Christmas goose. Have you and the family ever made it have a Christmas goose? 
I'm, I, I feel so uncultured, but no. Oh, it's weird. Like, I just got sad when I heard, like, you know, obviously I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat animals. Yeah. I get sad for all animals. But just the idea of, like, a goose. I don't know. Just it's a beautiful creature. Just yeah. living his life. It's like, hey, uh, what do you want to do? How about a Christmas swan? <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Over here, and he's pointing with his beak. <laughs> all right. So, yes to eggnog. No to figgy pudding. No to Christmas goose. Chip, the aforementioned Feast of the Seven Fishes. Yes or no, Chip? I, I've never done it, but I would. I don't think I could name seven fishes. <laughs> no. Let's go back. All right, here, we're going to have a little contest. Back and forth naming fishes. You go first. Okay. Uh, flounder. Fluke. Uh, uh, trout. Uh, bass. <laughs> uh, bronzino. Shark. <laughs> uh, tilapia. A whale. <laughs> Goldfish. Um, oh, oh, bluefish. Uh. <laughs> Clownfish. Nice. Swordfish. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tapping out with swordfish. <laughs> I think I lost because I don't think a whale's a fish. <laughs> oh, is whale fish? No. No, it's a mammal. And then a dolphin. Now, do you, do you, can you eat? Is dolphin one of the feasts of the seven <laughs> I think it is. Right. That'd be pretty funny. You're like, hey, we got six. We need another one. Um, yeah. so I hate to do get, this. <laughs> yeah. Head down to the aquarium. Yeah, I don't. I have one Italian friend that does this and she was very excited to she's doing it this weekend mm -hmm. and uh, it just seems like a lot, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure all the fishes are good. House might smell a bit. Right. Right. Uh, if, if you want an experience, there is a TV show and we might be talking about some of our favorite TV shows of the year. Yeah. Uh, if I, if I can bring one up, we're, we're just about finished it right now. Uh, have you seen the bear yet? Everyone says it's great. It's great, uh, and people have been watching it for a while. We were late adopters. We just started watching it, uh, you know, like two or three, two or three weeks ago. And we've been going through it little by little. Uh, it's gr it's great. It's a really good show. In the second episode, there is like an hour. There, most of the episodes are like ha half hour, maybe forty minutes. There's like an hour plus episode that's about this crazy Italian family in Chicago. Their family uh, having the seven fishes, and just, oh wow, it's there is guest stars galore i i want to tell you all the guest stars because they are just huge names I don't, give me I, two give me two guest stars all right i guess i could i guess people look it up i guess spoiler alert people if you don't spoiler, want to know yeah, just, just fast forward to next i want to uh, hear two two of them are they uh, all italians no i mean oh. not as far as i know um john mulaney yep not italian uh jamie lee curtis not italian well, maybe, she, you know what? Her dad was Tony, Tony Curtis. Curtis. I bet you he And he seemed Italian. Yeah. He seems like the coward Italian who changed his last name from yeah, like, like, you know. Cardellino. Cardellino to Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> Did I call him a coward Italian? I mean, I call yeah. That. Yeah. Hey, you know, some, hey, sometimes you have to I, change I, I'd, name. I'd repeat it, but I'm in my basement in South Philly right now. I was going to say, you cannot, you cannot use any disparaging term in front of the word Italian. Or, nope. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, that yeah, sounds fun. Now, now my interest is peaked. I heard it's. A very fun show. He's like a hunky Gene Wilder, right? Like the uh, yes, yeah, like yeah, like good looking in a in a different sort of way. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 Um, and is it one of those shows where it makes food look really good, like you're hungry, or does it make you know some shows are like, boy, man, working in a restaurant sucks and everything. You know, it's, it's interesting. It definitely does, but 
they do, they don't focus on the food. I mean, they, oh, good. there's definitely food. And I, I should say that. there are definitely some episodes. Yes, that happens. But like you'll go through some episodes where like you don't even see food. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about the uh, the lives of people, people who work in restaurants. Yeah. yeah. It's about the people. Character driven drama, maybe. Very. What is your favorite chip when the holidays roll around and you're like, hey. I know I have to watch my weight. We all eat a little bit too much over the holidays, but what do you look forward to? Like, is there one thing, whether it's a nice big plate of junket? Yeah. If it's uh, if it's your dad's favorite uh, figgy pudding recipe, but is there anything, whether it's like a, a main dish, a treat, a Christmas staple? I, I, I guess I got to go to the big three, Jeff. Yep. Just Christmas cookies. Yeah. Like, oh my God. On. You just ha- just throwing them in your face. Are you talking about the standard like butter cookies with the just the multicolored sprinkles? Those Jimmy's are fine. Yeah, that's. Uh... You always get a good chocolate chip thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the nice ones. My mom makes these ones that are like uh, they're kind of like the butter cookies, but then there's a maraschino cherry. Cherry. In. Yeah, that's good. Yep. The peanut butter ones with the uh, Reese's Reese's or the chocolate uh, Hershey kiss right Hershey in the middle. Kiss. Uh, my wife makes some amazing rum balls. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Pitzels. Come on. Pitzels. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say Christmas cookies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every year at my parents' house, and we kept the tradition alive at our, at our place, uh, tomato pie. Always yeah. tomato pie. And then Christmas night, my brother, instead of doing like the goose or the turkey, uh, we do lobster. They do lobster, my, my brother. And, you know, so it's a it's a thing. How about you, Jeff? What's what's your what's your go to these holiday seasons? I'm going to get some tomorrow, Chip. They are the cookies. They're leaf shaped. They come in green, red, green or red, and they're like the the they're like sandwiches. Sandwiches, yeah. There's like green leaf top, green leaf bottom, and a big thick layer of chocolate in the middle. Oh my god, that's so good, Jeff. I I literally like that Rex. Like I I can never say no. They remind me of a good. Um, What's my favorite? Milano's, like a double yes. chocolate oh, Milano. God. Yes. Like yes. that yep. chocolate sandwich. I'm going to get a nice we, big box. Where do we go? Do you, do you, can you share? Yeah, I go to the farmer's market in Ardmore. They're, you know, the Amish have sure. a little little stand there where they make yep. some good ones. And uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, going to get a box for, you know, the family to bring to the Christmas. And then maybe just a small box keep in my room. Next to my yes. bed, you gotta hide it. Yep. Oh, I hide. Yeah, like that's the thing, especially Nothing when you're uh, when you're a dad, mm-hmm. and you don't want your kids to have some goodness. Like the yep. places you hide stuff, it's great. Yes, it's awesome. My wife hides some stuff from the kids. They hide stuff from us, and it's just like this. But then, like, we all hid stuff because. And then I was like two weeks ago. I open up this lower cabinet, and there's a full bag of. Uh, Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. Yeah. Unopened. Oh, and it was just, wow. just what I needed. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I really like that. Chip, what have you been digging? What we mentioned the bear. I'm going to go TV show. And I think I tweeted this out. And this is one of your favorite things in the world. When I found out there was a 1080 HD remastered version of Pee Wee's playhouse christmas special available that was one of the greatest gifts it's so good his uh his estate whoever manages his estate they realize that it's not available and there's just like low quality versions like vhs they're like hey we have the masters they did a great job they put it online for free even on youtube just to celebrate i would say 
if someone's not a peewee fan or anything about him, that is a great entree into everything he's good at. It, it really is. And my favorite moment, and it still makes me laugh, just he set the tone when Whoopi Goldberg comes on. And she's like, hey, Pee-wee. And she's so great. She's so cute. And he's like, oh, hey, Whoopi. The way he was just slightly dismissive from the get-go. And then she's like, yeah, I want to be part of your show. I can't wait to be. And he's like, sorry, we're booked. And then she, then she just keeps going. And she's like, oh, I understand. Hey, maybe next year. He's like, yeah, you're not going to believe this, but I think we're pretty booked for that, too. And she's <laughs> like, I totally understand. She's like, you know what? Maybe if, um, you know, things work out in a couple of years. He's like, yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> he just kept... And he was just like this young kid mentality where he doesn't have the decorum to tell someone like, no. And he's just like, nope, nope, nope. And then my God, I'm not going to ruin anything. But when he has Dinah Shore on and she starts singing 12 days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so funny. Everything about and the thing I gave him credit for, man, oh, man, was he so ahead of the curve of having the most diverse cast mm-hmm. guest stars, you know, just amazing from like walks of life that were part of his show. Like he might have been the only white male, yep. you know, one or two. And everybody else was just like like yeah. just a diversity and he got to give him so much credit for like just bringing together super funny people. Mm-hmm. And it was such quick hits like, you know, of old school, like Frankie and um, what's your name? Frankie uh, Marie, Frankie, Fra- Frankie and uh, uh, Annette, Annette Funicello. And then having some of like the newer people on, but oh my God, people go check out Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special. Just type it in on YouTube. It's fantastic. Chip, what else, what else was good for you this year? Uh, TV wise. Anything, TV, movie, mu- music. You know, this year we, we, we got the new house and everything. I feel like I was out of touch this year. And one of my goals this year is to get back in. But I will say I love the bear. I'm loving yeah. that. Uh, only Murders in the Building with Good. Martin Short and and, uh, and Steve Martin yep. and uh, Selena Gomez. Selena Amazing. Gomez, yeah. It's it's so much fun. I, I mean, I, I think You Should Leave is just uh, on Netflix with Tim Robinson. I think You Should Leave. It's one of the funniest things yeah. ever. I, I, you know... I went back and watched some old movies this year. Uh, I I'll just I'll throw just a few out real quickly. Albert Brooks's Real Life, yeah, incredible, so funny. I watched A Hard Day's Night for the first time this year. Oh yeah, did you ever watch The Beatles' A Hard Day's Night? No, it's actually really funny. Is it? It's very funny. Yeah. So hmm. uh, so check that out. And uh, yeah. How about you, Jeffrey? I, I, uh, you know, sadly, with the passing of actor uh, Andre Brower, who was Holt on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is hysterical. It is. I watched the first few seasons and loved it. And then I stopped watching network television and then they switched networks after a while. I think they went from maybe Fox to something else or something to Fox. And I just kind of forgot about the show. And then, you know, when Andre Brower, who was the captain of the police department, passed away recently, I just did. And the best thing to do to catch up on a show, go to YouTube and just type in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And the show's official account will be like 15 minutes of the best Holt scenes. Yeah. And then 15 minutes of the best Jake and Amy scenes. 15 minutes of outtakes. 15 minutes of cutaway shots. Good Lordship, that show 
it's I just it's hysterical. Like I have no other words. The writing is so, you know, that office parks and rec type banter, but just really super likable characters. And they're all Joe Latrulio as Jake's best friend is amazing. Mm-hmm. Joe from the state. Amy, the the lead actress in it, is just amazing. She's so just cute and funny. Like I'm, I, I rarely laugh out loud when I'm with myself, Chip. Sure, I'm, I'm a tough crowd when I'm with yeah, myself. Yeah. But you know, if I go to your comedy show, I'm the best guy to have there. Yeah, you really you throw I'm it a out great there. laugher. So highly recommend starting tomorrow. We're going to rewatch Brooklyn Nine Nine from the I beginning to, with my family. I have to admit, I've only ever seen like an episode or two. And I think that might be our next show. Chip, he, Jake, reminds me of like you and your kind of era of, because he's your age and similar sensibility, similar comic kind of like the way he talks and reacts to things, you and your friends. It's right in your wheelhouse. Okay. All right. Big, big Adam Sandberg fan. We're going to watch. We're going to watch. Music wise, Chip. I have to say, uh, anybody out there, I listen to a lot of new music. I'm you one do, of these you, old. You are so much better than I am, and again, it's something I got to do. I'm great at it, Chip. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm an old guy who has very few hobbies, but I love listening to new bands. Um, Jeff Lyons on Spotify. I have top probably about a hundred something songs. My top alt rock indie punk list of new music from 2020. It's a great year. Strong, strong year for women artists. Like, just kicking ass. Chip, there are so many bands right now that have that, like, 90s female singer alt. Mm -hmm. You know, Juliana Hatfield meets uh, Throwing Muses type music that is so good that's out there right now. But there is a resurgence of a musical genre right now, Chip. That's probably my third favorite musical genre next to Swing the Park music. It is the Cherry Pop and Daddy's Cup. And no, it's a little genre called shoegaze that a lot of people uh, don't know a lot about. Yes. And um, I'm a huge fan and I'm a proponent. I, If you want to go get a primer on shoegaze, shoegaze music, Chip, type into Spotify, New Gaze Shoegaze. New okay. Gaze Shoegaze. It's me. Shoegaze. It's 51 songs. Oh. That's great. I put together. It will give you just old bands and new bands, and you'll figure out after you listen to five. Oh, this is what shoegaze is. Give the list. Give the listeners like your top five. Like who are? Not, it doesn't have to be your favorite. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who are the ones that we would know that are shoegaze? I say like, you. Like is, yeah. is my bloody Valentine? Yes, my bloody Valentine. That's... Maybe the most famous. Because they hit so big uh, back in the day, back in that the early album 90s. Is, that album yeah. is one of my favorites of all. Loveless. And then uh, Slow Dive is probably another big one. Ride, the British band Ride, Slow Dive, Swirl, Swerve Driver, Chapter House, Lush, maybe my favorite, um, fronted by two females, and they're just fantastic. Lush. Um, and then there's new bands, Flying Colors, Goodbye Ranger, Were, Nothing, Tanuki Chan. It's just, it's like a wall of sound, uh, slightly distorted guitar, maybe louder than it should be. Vocals are a little behind, mm-hmm. but there's this undercurrent of just melody that yes. doesn't hit you over the head, but when you listen to it, it really kind of bubbles up and it's so rewarding. So definitely check out New Gaze, Shoe Gaze. 
uh, resurgence of shoe. And I guess TikTokers recently have discovered shoegaze okay. and it's becoming big and people are like, what the hell is this? And if you need to know more, just go to, uh, go on, uh, Twitter or whatever, use wigs. I'll, I'll set you straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I love it. What about you, Chip? Anything else? Uh, you know, the, the, I was thinking about it. The only thing I really got into, which I need to more is I heard a little bit of uh, boy genius with, uh, they're great and I, I like them and i really especially like i heard some of her solo stuff which i do like uh why phoebe bridgers like her album from like two years ago was great but Amazing. uh julian baker the guitar player she's she's great so good and then I, I gotta be honest with you i listened to a lot of uh i just wanted some feel-good music i listened to a lot of kinks and modern lovers this year that's there you go back little modern lovers is, is modern great. lovers listen i believe they only officially put out one studio album and that album is amazing yeah I it's a great it was, album i think it was put out in 1976 but it yeah. was like recorded in 72 or something. yeah it was recorded four years earlier and there's like when jonathan richmond was like nine years old yeah and there's been like many separate releases but there's only like one album's worth of like legitimate studio recorded material and it's yeah. amazing that it's lived on in such a way i think that probably added to the mystique and that it's, there's and it's so good it's like yeah. if, if you ever listen to the modern lovers it's like if if the velvet underground was kind of funny yeah that's, that didn't that's take themselves so goddamn serious god jesus and a lot of kinks huh a lot of kinks can't go wrong kinks. with the kinks no kinks went from just like one of those like their 60s output up until i mean some people say their guitar riff, what is it, all day, all the night? That, yeah. and, and it started heavy metal, started hard yeah. rock. Just yeah. that, the Who ripped it off, a lot of bands. Pete Townsend just said straight up, yeah, I, lip, I ripped that off for like uh, two of our songs. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they went from that like real kind of like early Beatles folk yes. rock, like quirk, like quirky, quirkier than any band should be. But like, and like funny, funny. Yeah. So again, like along my lovers, uh, well-respected man, uh, dedicated follower of fashion. Yeah. Uh, death of a clown. There's some really f dandy, like laugh out loud, funny lyrics so sometimes. Yeah. And then they they went from that into the '70s. They one of the greatest live albums of all time is Kings One for the Road. I think it's a yes. double live album. It's amazing. And then they got a yeah. They just went from like yeah, we can do whatever we want. Rock. Mm -hmm. You want some heavy stuff? You want some. Yeah, I believe they're two brothers who still like each other, too. I think to to a certain extent, yes. Yeah, good for them. Mm -hmm. um, I just watched a new podcast with David Cross. Okay. David Cross, of course, you know, uh, Mr. Show fame. And it's a video podcast. Go on YouTube, David Cross, Senses Working Overtime. I guess a little nod to the, uh, to the song um, by XTC. And he had his first guess was a little iffy. He had a Bob Odenkirk, his partner from Mr. Oh, Show. Okay. I think they've worked and, together before. I yeah. think they worked together pretty good, but they were, they were trying a little too hard with the like fake talking where they're just trying to one up each other and just kind of jab, jab, jab. Sure. And I was like, all right, this gets a little tiresome. Mm -hmm. Like they're both a little too on and you didn't get. And then the next guest chip, he had Jason Bateman on. Okay. And I totally forgot that those two, started together in Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. In real life, they're buddies. Mm -hmm. They go to baseball games together. They they just know each other. And Jason Bateman is the perfect guest because he is shtick free. He refuses to do. He's just a normal dude, but he's really super laid back and just let David like 
talk to him like two guys hanging out and the like the vibe chip you know the word the vibe the vibe the vibe was perfect because you got an insight in these two guys who are like both our wives have a lot of friends they're a lot of fun and neither of us have any friends and all we want to do is not be bothered with going out yes and jason bateman is like subtly we've had so many great digs on david cross and vice versa and i didn't realize like jason bateman is my age he's 54 okay. and then he said to 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 um david cross like you know you're a couple years old david cross like dude i'm gonna be 60 next year david cross 60 it's wild so highly recommend go to uh david cross senses working overtime on youtube start off there's only three, but do watch the Jason Bateman one. It is a Jeff Line Stone Cold Lock guarantee okay. of goodness. Goodness, goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Chip, did you see Asteroid City? I know you are a fan of of Wes. What's his name? Wes. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Huge, huge Wes Anderson yeah. fan. Um, I I've heard mixed reviews. Oh, but I have, oh. I've not seen it yet. How about you? No, I, this one, it seems interesting enough that he might win me back. You know, I've had a problem with all the dog deaths in his movies and uh, I kind of bailed out. I'm like, it's, there's something wrong with that. But I realize he's a guy who makes very visually stunning movies. And a lot of them have very good emotional, like, you know, his first movie is one of the best movies of all time with, uh, you know, the uh, bottle rocket. No, second Rush, movie, Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, Rushmore is one of my favorites. Yeah, well. I mean, Rushmore, it's, it's, Those first like five or six are just yeah. perfect movies. So I'm, I'm thinking about uh, checking out Asteroids. I wanted to get your take. But, if uh, you are a fan of his, have you watched a lot of Taika Waititi stuff? I'm not. I, I can't say. You can't do it. I, no. Can't do it. I, I tried. I tried. Yeah. Hey, can't love it all, Chip. Hey, it's just there's two things from Down Under you don't like: kangaroos, kangaroos, Taika, Taika Waititi. Everything else. Do I like the the Rayovac uh, battery guy? Oi, that guy! Oi, yeah, that I guy. love that guy. Sure. Do I love um, that's not a knife guy? Right yes, D. Sure. Yes, boomerangs. Boomer, I love boomerangs. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest tweets of all time. Um, dads are like boomerangs; they always come back. I hope. Oh, so good. So good. I can't remember the name of the. The tweeter who did that, but that was a good one. I hope. So sad. Did you see any shows this year, Chip? I know. Uh, did you go out and see any bands, any concerts? I'm just starting to go back. I know I, you, you took time off. I know that you I took time off with COVID. I ended up getting COVID probably since the last time we talked. I got COVID in November. November. Yeah, that was dumb of you. So dumb of me to get COVID. But um, I saw uh, the band Live. From the 1990s. Oh, lot. yes, yes. They did the song throwing the the album throwing copper, and was that was Ed Kowalczyk in the band? Ed Kowalczyk was in the band. It's mostly just Ed Kowalczyk. I he might not be the, the other one. three guys. Yeah, who got scammed out of all their money? <laughs> it, it was yeah by that siding guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was right. very weird. Yeah, so sad. Um, if you check out the 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 history of the band live, these guys got Jesus suckered into this really weird dude who. Uh, Built them for all they were worth, but yeah. um, it was one of these things. It was in Morristown, New Jersey. Went up with my my brother in law, my wife and I, my brother in law and sister in law, and uh, nice little theater. Like had a mezzanine, couple hundred people kind of situation, maybe like a Trocadero size. And it was a uh, an acoustic, an unplugged evening with live. I think it was oh that sounds cool. So I was like, okay, this will be cool. Reimagine some of the live songs. Yeah, all acoustic. 
it was it was just a regular live show. Like they, there was definitely more acoustic guitars than not, but like there were definitely electric guitars and they were all rocking versions of of the the things. It was very weird, but it was a good show. And if I can make a plug, Jeffrey. Yeah. In uh next week, a week from Right now, maybe? Yes, I think so. A week from right now, I will be uh, in your neck of the woods at, is it uh, 118? Oh, one eight in, in Wayne, New Jersey? No, 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 in in Pennsylvania. I mean, Wayne, Pennsylvania. Wayne, Pennsylvania. 118 North. Uh, 118 North, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm 99% sure that's where it is. I'm going to see my brother play the drums in a band. Tickets are going uh, there fast. There's only a couple left. In the Tim Williams band. This guy, Tim Williams... Mm -hmm. Great guy, uh, very good like singer songwriter. Got stuff out there. Does cover stuff too, and he put a great band together with my brother. Uh, this was this past year, twenty twenty three, was the thirtieth anniversary of the Counting Crows' August and Everything After album, mm -hmm. and they're doing a show called August and Thirty Years Later, and they did it uh, somewhere on the main line a couple months ago. Then they were at da they did it at Daryl's house, uh, yeah. Daryl Hall. They did it at Ardmore Music Hall. Ardmore Music Hall. Yeah. And now they're doing it 118 North uh, on the 28th, and I'm good. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to go check it out. Uh, and they all so they do the, that album in its entirety, but the first set they just do all hits from 1993. So, uh, is it true they all wear dreadlock wigs? All of them, every single one of them wear. Because I would understand if just a singer did, but they're just like, hey, why don't we just? They all have to go for it. It's all or nothing, baby. I love it. I yeah. love how it. How about how about you? And good shows, Jeff. Yeah, I, I think I saw. I was just. You know, I still go to, uh, I'm one of those weird old guys that goes to punk shows mm -hmm. and just kind of hangs out in the back Nothing with the other. With yeah, I saw Paint It Black, Peg Boy, Archers of Loaf, Sam I Am, all great. Just a bunch of literally old dudes like me mm -hmm. hanging out. Um, really made you feel young. But there was a band I saw that are, they're called Darling Side. And they the name sounds like they are just a bunch of sweet boys making music. It's like four guys who like met it like a very like granola type williams college maybe up in new england okay. one guy plays violin guitar bass and they just they four of them sing like freaking angels and then they just play beautiful like cello guitar violin chip and with a little edge with a little alt edge sure just go listen to darling side and they have okay. a couple popular songs that if you listen to xbn You've heard. They are the antithesis of what I go and normally listen to. But boy, oh boy, a couple little tears. Like literally okay. three songs made me just full on well up. And, you know, I'm a tough guy, Chip. Yeah, very tough guy. Probably the toughest guy you know. One time I saw you uh, fix a jukebox just by hitting it with your elbow. Right. In, in my office. Yeah. I had a jukebox in my office mm -hmm. next to the urinal. Yes. Right. Um, so I highly recommend Darling Side. Um, yeah, I know you're, you're like, Jeff, you tough guy. I'm like, yep, maybe okay. so. So shoegaze, darling side, um, Tim Williams band chip. There's some great recommendations. I just want to end this with a, a quiz chip. This is yes. very fun. This is a Buzzfeed quiz called cringe, cringe Christmas songs. We're going to go through and it's either yes or no. Okay. And then I'll tell you if people liked it or didn't like it yes or no jingle bells love it or eh eh all right i click eh and it's 100 love it zero percent hate it chip you are in the wrong you were wow. wrong ah santa claus is coming to town yay or nope i'm gonna say yay 
I, I got to go yay. 77% say yay, Chip. Yay. Good. All right, this is one. Deck the Halls. Are you in, Bowser Holly, or are you past, Chip? What are you thinking? I'm in. I like Deck the Halls. 71% yes. Okay. We're, we're, we're good. Right, this is going to be tough, Chip, because this song, the ubiquity of this song might put people in a different spot. All I want for Christmas is you. It is the number one modern Christmas song of the past 30 years. Number one digital download, 14 times platinum. All I want for Christmas is you. Mariah Carey. I think it's much maligned. I don't think it deserves it. So therefore, I think I have to give it a thumbs up. 70% agree with you, Chip. Oh, wow. Oh, here's one. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. I think that's yeah. Bing Crosby originally. Uh, Is it? One of the crooners. Dean yeah. Martin, yeah, Bing Crosby, whoever. Yeah, uh, uh, that, that's a great one. Yeah, you can't. That's going to be a sucker for any any of those crooners. There's, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Right. Uh, 77% chip. You're right. Blue Christmas. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. Uh, maybe this is the Elvis version. Yay Elvis or version. no thanks. I, I could I could stand to listen to something else. Yeah. Not you that. say no thanks and let's yeah. see. Yeah. No thanks. 59%. You're okay, doing yeah. good, Chip. Yeah. Sleigh Ride. Sleigh Ride, the one I think is lovely. Rather, Sleigh Ride together with you, right? So the, I think it's lovely. Sleigh Ride, yeah. Or is it's that lovely different? Sleigh Ride together with you. Yeah. yeah like, sure. Sure. It's a fun song. Yeah. 59% squeak by. Okay. God rest ye merry gentlemen. It's 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 one of the more, I think it's one of the more fun, catchy, you know, like old school Christmas carols. So I'll okay. say yay. I mean, it's a, no, Chip. 49%. This was right down the middle. Maybe, 51. If, I, maybe if I voted, it would have. Yeah. All right. So now it's, yeah, let's say we'll bring that back up to 50%. That's a pick em. All right. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Eh. Yeah. I, I love to hear it once a year, and then that's all I need. So I'm going to say. Here's the deal. They were just straight up mean to the Grinch. Like, they called him horrible names, yeah. right? Half the song is just hit them just debasing the poor guy. Here's here's my problem with that. The Grinch and also Ebenezer Scrooge. Mm -hmm. Great people or, mm -hmm. you know, characters by the end, but everybody always rags on what they used to do. Yeah, you're right. Ebenezer Scrooge, very generous man, does all yeah. these great things. Now, he, he had to learn and come along that way, but... We all do, Chip. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Overdone, you're going to say. And yeah, uh, oh, iconic. 71% like The Grinch. Ugh. Here's one for you. Little Drummer Boy. It's it's a weird song. I don't get a child playing yeah, drums for a baby, but uh, it, <laughs> it, it reminds me of being a child. I'll take it. Yes. Yeah. Did, did anyone play drums for you when you were a baby, Chip? A lot of times. I still have uh, tinnitus. <laughs> That's uh, right down the middle again. 49% say no. 51% say yes. White Christmas, Chip, this is obviously... It's a classic, sure. It's a classic. Oh, okay, yay. 77% say yeah, White Christmas. Yeah. We're getting down to the Winter Wonderland. Yes. yes I always definitely. like that one. Yeah, 81%, of course. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fine. I, I, I'm going to say yay, but it's going to be on my lower yays. Yeah, 68% like it. Oh, Last Christmas, that's the George Michael. This was also in the top five of uh, most popular modern Christmas songs. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good song. It's a guy. I think it's a good song. He's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard not to like George, George Michael. George Michael, classic. Solid guy. Jingle Bell Rock. Uh, the, I, I, the Hall and Oates version, I, I, I do like, I like their take on it. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, again, it's a, it's definitely a, a yes or yay. 
83% chip liked uh, wow. Jingle Bell Rock. Okay. All right. Rocking around the Christmas tree. I think that's Darlene Love, maybe. Uh, Is that... uh, no, I think that's Brenda Lee. Isn't that the Brenda one? Brenda Lee. That's right. That, yes. that just because it, it just went to number one for the first time. Yeah. Ever, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I do enjoy some rocking around the yeah. Christmas tree. It's hard not to like that. 85%. Santa Baby. Uh, no. That's a, that's a steaming I, piece of shit. Chip. I'm pretty sure that in the late 80s, Victoria Jackson sang that. <laughs> on weekend update and it just ruined it for me yeah yeah uh 58 say yes but i Ugh. it's yeah. beginning to look a lot like christmas it's a fun one yeah it's a fun one 85 percent. yeah a lot of people. okay yeah i'd say i'm not this is this is when we get a little too i want a hippopotamus for christmas oh i'm i, I my wife makes me turn it off but i i do love oh. it it's so dumb and i'll take it Sixty percent of the people agree with your wife, Chip. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm in Noel. I don't know what this. It's not the first Noel. It just says Noel. It's probably the first Noel. I yeah. Okay. Assume. Yeah. Um. Fifty percent. I mean, it's it's hard to shit right. on Christmas Carol, but uh. Yeah. It's fine. All right. We have three more here, Chip. Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. No. 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 Fuck that. Nope. Get out of here. Wonderful Christmas time. Simply. That's that's the Paul McCartney. You know, it, it gets a lot of crap, but I I, think, I, I don't think it's deserved. I get I a like little it. dopamine hit every time I hear the opening yes. for the first few times. Like, it yes. just makes me so, fills me of that, like, child wonderment and joy. Yes. It reminds me of Christmas. Mm-hmm. 52%, Chip. We just squeaked by with we that squeaked one. squeaked by. And let's see, we have uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, teaches, yeah. teaches kids the important lesson that if you... If you fall in line and you have, you know, something to offer to the cool kids, the yep. popular kids, um, you'll be accepted. Yes. And, and 78% agree with that. So yes. even if you're different, nope. out of here, do Sorry, something, buddy. make your, make yourself worthwhile yes. to the cool kids. Christmas time is here. Chris, is that the, uh, uh wait, 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 is that yeah. the Vince Giraldi Christmas time? Uh, yeah, no? I think so. Is that, if it yes. is, it's great. It's that's a that's a classic. Yeah, that's, Stone Cold classic. Uh, last one, the Twelve Days of Christmas, as performed by Dinah Shore on the Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> that scene is. So it is funny. I know your favorite uh, scene from the uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. The magic sled. magic magic magic, magic. Sled with Magic Johnson. Uh, magic sleds, my cousin. <laughs> Just... uh, it's yeah, Twelve Days of Christmas, horrific. Yeah, horrible. Her- uh, yeah. People agree with each other, yeah. uh, 45%. I had somebody come to my house one it, Christmas carolers. They sang that song. Do you know how long I had to stand there in my doorway letting the heat out? Listen to that shit. 12 verses of that. No. Chip, my least favorite song to hear, Step Into Christmas, Elton John. I hate that song. I don't even think I know that one. It's the most upbeat, like... It just sounds like a bad Elton John's 80 song. Oh, yeah. Like that kind of I'm still standing type yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. But it's just so bad. It's It puts me in a bad mood. Almost makes me not like Christmas, which is I'm kind so- of impossible because I'm a big fan, Chip. You, you are a big fan. Well, that's it, buddy. I just wanted to get together yes. last last time of the, uh, of the 2023. Thank you for all the 2000. Three, uh, 2023 news I learned yes, about that was I very tried, important. You know, I, tr- I should have reworded. Those maybe, questions. maybe, yeah. You know, next time. But I realize you're busy and stuff like that. Chip, coming up, you are going to be. You're going out to entertain the potheads. 
Yes, that Potheads in Pottstown, Pennsylvania, uh, a week from tomorrow night, December 29th. Tickets are actually going fast, I heard. Soul Joel's uh, in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Soul Joel's in Sunnybrook. Myself and uh, our good friend Mary Rudzinski, we are, uh, we're headlining, we're co-headlining. I'd say you're like you and Mary are like the mom and dad of the, of the Philly of the Philly scene. And you have like so many, so many kids, some yeah. good kids, some like misbehaving kids. But, uh, you know, yeah, we try. We re- we really try. That's it's it's fun. It's it's fun. So we, we're, we're the mom and dad are going to be out in, with the potheads on That's good. Uh, Friday. Not to be confused with Potts Grove or Potts. This is Potts Town or Pottsville. Yeah. All different. All day. I, Pottstown's the big, the big one that everyone. If you're yes. thinking of a town that was built on the backbone of people making pots, it's Pottstown. Yes, it's Pottstown, and I believe Potts Grove is adjacent or part of Pottstown. I, I believe. Oh, okay. I could be wrong about that. Pottsville is the one that's like way up. That's, that's where. where that's where the Yingling beer. And yeah, all that. Don't there. go there. Now that that dick at Yingling Trump guy. Yes. Fuck him. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. All right. So we'll be so. seeing you uh, in Pottstown. Pottstown. And did I did I see something last night? Maybe one of our favorite comedians. You might be joining him. Our favorite West Coast comedians. Oh, uh, Todd. Todd Glass. I should say. Uh, by the way, shout out to. Oh, I got to say this. I think it came out today on Max. Last week I opened for or two weeks ago. I it was the day after the big party, Jeff. Uh, the yeah. next day, uh, the next night, I opened for uh, Gary, my good friend Gary. Oh, Coleman Gary's the best. At the, uh, at the TLA in Philadelphia, Gary is one of my favorite people in the world, and so funny. His new uh, special, Born on Third Base, I think came out on HBO Max today. Oh, go check I'll that definitely out. Definitely watch that. And uh, I'll be with my good friend Todd Glass oh. in Philadelphia in February. He's doing something different this time. It's going to be February. 21st through the 24th maybe the 25th if we add shows uh, at bourbon and branch in old city philadelphia it's upstairs it's this tiny little room it only holds like 60 or 70 people uh but we're gonna do like 10 shows over the over the oh week. my god so much fun. no band for todd time, very no band this time oh, it's just yeah. gonna be stripped down it's just me and then todd and uh we're we're really looking forward to it it's gonna be a lot of fun you're a busy boy chip february people... 24th 21st through the 24th so uh People, you can see Chip this month, January, February, whatever you want. Whenever you need any Chip month, in the new year want, right now, it. go see him. Yeah. But definitely go to Pottstown. Yeah. That's a fun thing to do. A lot of people have off over the Christmas break. Yeah, Chip, I got to go. You'll be getting delivery seven starting tomorrow. Each day, I'm sending you a different fish for seven straight days. Oh, and I'm assuming you, you it's it's like packed in ice. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, it's just. No, just, I, I've, I've caught through- some fish. Okay, and, put, it, um, put them in a manila folder. I think two-day mail. I think that okay. was the best I could do, two-day mail. Hey, hey, you know, so, um, we're not rich here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so be careful. Cook, okay. thoroughly cook these fishes. <laughs> Will do. All right. Give my best to Franklin and, and of course, Kim. my best to the family. Have yep. a wonderful Christmas time, as Paul McCartney said. I will be simply having a wonderful Christmas. Simply. Goodbye, right. Junk Milers. Goodbye. Goodbye.